Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. In this episode, we are going to give you our review of the Star Wars Galactic Dine-In Breakfast at the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater at Disney's Hollywood Studios for Star Wars Weekends. And we are also going to give you our impressions of the rest of Star Wars Weekends and and what's new there and what's happening. So uh, that is coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studios here in Orlando, Florida. This is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 806 for the week of May 19th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Diz Unplugged. I am your host, Dustin West. And I am joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hello. Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hey, guys. Miss Julie Martin. Hola. And back in the production nook, we have our associate producer, Craig Williams. I threw you off there. You did. <laughs> we have Rhino Clavin. Hello. He's just Rhino. And uh, back in the back, we have Pete's good friend, Mr. Kevin. <laughs> Gilbert. <laughs> I don't know what to call you. Just Kevin. Just Rhino and Craig. Well, again, welcome, everybody. Um, We have a lot to talk about, but uh, one of the big things that has been happening this week is, of course, the start of the 2015 Star Wars Weekends. And this is a very important year for Star Wars Weekends because, of course, this year we have a new Star Wars film coming out. And uh, some of that is going to work its way into Star Wars Weekends. And there have been a few changes uh, from the last couple of years. Star Wars Weekends has been kind of following the same mold, but there have been some uh, new additions. And I know uh, JL and Craig had an opportunity uh, to go to the, uh, the, uh, pre- or the media preview for that and got to experience some of the stuff that was at Star Wars Weekends. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a little while. But... Um, me and Pete and John and Kevin actually got the chance to experience the, let me try and get this name right, the Star Wars Galactic Dine-In Breakfast at the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And this is one of two um, character dining experiences at Disney's Hollywood Studios for Star Wars Weekends. The other one takes place at the Hollywood and Vine uh, restaurant at night, and that features... Um, Star Wars themed Disney characters, so uh, like Mickey Mouse dressed up as uh, Jedi Mickey and and so forth. This is a, a different character experience. This is a breakfast, and this features the actual villains of uh, the Star Wars movies. So I'm kind of going to throw it over to Kevin um, to kind of round this out. You're the dining review guy, so let's talk about our experience that we had. Uh, at this breakfast. Chris will name all of the characters that were there. There's a little guy with glowing eyes. Right. There's the guys in the white Tupperware. <laughs> there was a green guy with spikes sticking out of his head. Um, the big villain was there. You weren't all that big. Um, <laughs> he was kind of the same size as we were. I am, first of all, there's no secret. I'm just not a fan. Okay. I, I've seen the, the first three movies, and I don't care what number they are. They were the ones that came out in the 70s. Um, and I liked them then, I guess. But I was never... It's never been my thing. So I went into this thinking, 
It'll be over soon. I went into an MRI yesterday the same way. Um, <laughs> Just hold your breath. It'll be over in a little while. Um, push this button when you start to panic. Well, what, can, do you mind if I just clarify those characters for the people no, that are listening? No, absolutely not. Okay. That's much better than the, Kevin described. The green pointy guy is uh, Greedo, who from the first film. Um, he has a, a very famous scene with Han Solo. There's also a set of stormtroopers that roam around the, uh, the, the dining room. Guys. The Tupperware guys. And there are the Jawas. The little glowy-eyed guys. Um, there's two Jawas that run that are like the junk tra- traders. Exactly, they gotcha. trade droids and, and and junk. And then um, there's also an experience when you first come in. We'll get to that. So, you know, I went into this thinking, I'll put up with this. Um, when you first go in, there's you're called to your table, and there's a photo experience, um, and you get to have your picture taken with Boba Fett. Got it right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Darth Vader. Well, John and I are very tall, and Darth Vader wasn't. So no matter how hard we tried to get him into the picture with us, he wanted to stand much closer to the camera. He did. <laughs> he further in front of us. And I kept so saying, no, there back is here, back a here. good three feet between us and Darth Vader. And every time I tried to like put my arm around him and get him into the picture, he moved forward. He did not want to be. He wanted to be the tallest one in the picture. And I can understand that that's his job. We, I was amused by that. <laughs> so I thought, stand wherever you want. He has a rep to keep. There you go. So after that, they take you in and... Well, actually, I'm sorry, Kevin. Before before we go too far into this review, I actually have a, a video that I want to show that just kind of gives you an overview of what it was like in the uh, the dining experience for that. I almost forgot about it. I'm sorry. Um, let's, let's cut to that video real quick, and then we'll come back to the review. And then cut back to me. Yes. <sighs> there we are. Right. Well, thank you, Dustin, for that amazing video that I put together. A uh, little pat on the back. Little pat on All right, the back. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, Kevin warned me if I do any shtick that he's just going to get up and leave. All right, sorry for the interruption, but uh, let's continue on with what we were talking about. They took us into the, the restaurant, and we were taken to our table, and our waiter was terrific. We all felt over the course of the morning that the waiter was better than the location. The location. Yeah. He, he, he's, he was a really good waiter, really it, good server. If he's, if he's a waiter that is normally at the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater, then he'll be promoted soon. Yeah, yeah he's really good. As soon as we sat down, they brought us the... Um, the menu is broken up into a couple of different things. There's the Star Wars um, breakfast pastries. Then there's uh, anchor head appetizers and entrees. The... In the video, there were the pastries. They were vanilla cream turnover. That was the thing with the little chocolate, white chocolate um, Darth Vader square on top of it. There were puff pastry sticks, and that's what they were. They were puff pastries, and they had a, uh, like a frosting and then sprinkles on top. Cinnamon rolls and the double chocolate muffin. I like the puff pastry sticks. I'm not sure anybody else loved them. However, the double chocolate muffins were good. We got more. Very good. We actually asked for more of those. Yeah. The cinnamon rolls were in my opinion, not as fresh as they could have been, but... They looked to me like the ones you would get at a gas station, individually Like wrapped. a little Debbie kind of thing. Yeah. They weren't very good. And the vanilla cream turnover was a puff pastry with... I know this will surprise you, vanilla cream in the middle. Oh, it was all right. Uh, on to the... On, uh, um, then everybody got... This is part of it, what's included. A Greek yogurt parfait with fresh berries and homemade granola or a seasonal fresh fruit and berries. Now... We got two of each because there were four of us. I have never had fruit that had virtually no flavor whatsoever. <laughs> the little Yoda head was made out of cantaloupe. And if you had closed your mind, eyes 
and I had given you a bite of this. There is no way you could have told me that this was cantaloupe. It was honeydew, I think. It was. I'm green. sorry, honeydew. You're right. It's the green one. Yeah. No flavor whatsoever. And the other fruit was chopped up so fine that there was, I don't think it was really ripe fruit, so there was no flavor oh, developed. Was it mushy? Um, it was oh. kind of. Some of it was mushy and some of it was kind of hard. But it was it, mostly berries, so they should be in season. No, it right wasn't. Now. There was one black raspberry. Oh, I ate okay. all four of them. Oh, I'm thinking of the yogurt. I'm sorry. I'm so- <laughs> I took all four of the black raspberries. <laughs> um, and then the yogurt came out. Greek yogurt is gross. Um, this was a couple layers of different flavors, <laughs> and I wish Dustin had had a camera with him to. Um, if there was only some way he could have recorded our reaction. Our reaction. <laughs> four Eating people the yogurt. Went, Ooh. This was the tartest yogurt I've ever had. There was no sugar to it at all. Yeah. Your kids aren't going to eat it. It was the kind <laughs> where you have the fruit at the bottom and you mix that in. And, it didn't and help. even doing that. Doesn't help. I know. Greek yeah. yogurt's gross. <laughs> this is kind of the end of the bad news. Yeah. After this, and again, our waiter was excellent. And we asked him, we ordered what we wanted, but he let us know that we could have more of anything. It was. Um, there was no limits on what you could do. Because there's a pay one price type of thing right. where you had one price for everybody. Yeah. And we said to him, could we try some of the other stuff? And he said, absolutely. So we actually ordered two or three extra yeah, items. I, I, was, I thought this was going to be just us, but I've talked to someone else who has gone, and they were given the same leeway. So it's now, not just us. He didn't announce that to us, though. We just kind of assumed. Oh, that. no, I asked him. Okay. I said... Can I try something? I want to try the waffle. Yeah. In addition to what I ordered, and then he, said, he basically said, "You can have whatever you want." I said, yeah, "I'll bring you whatever yeah. you want." And it was nice. We were able to treat this experience as if it was a buffet, but yet we had a somebody a buffet, a buffet. Yet we had somebody bringing things to us. So here we go. Here are the entrees. The first entree is the Dune Sea, a puff pastry filled with scrambled eggs, crab, asparagus, and Gruyere cheese, with roasted tomatoes and avocado. Uh, the Kessel Run, it is grilled beef tenderloin, oven-roasted tomato with bacon and cheddar custard, baby spinach, and cheesy horseradish potatoes. Tatooine Sunrise, scrambled eggs, Nooski's bacon, sausage links, and breakfast potatoes. An Imperial Delight, which is macadamia-crusted brioche French toast with mascarpone and fresh berries. The Akbar Surprise, smoked paprika-dusted shrimp pan seared and served with cheesy grits oh i'm gonna stop you right there i feel like they had they have a missed opportunity and not calling it it's a trap yeah you know they call it the akbar surprise that's why i was like do, do you order it and then the waiter just is like it's a trap <laughs> okay sorry chorizo oil drizzle <laughs> he's not amused <laughs> will you cut me off before the last item <laughs> then there's most isley's morning Egg white omelet with shiitake mushrooms and caramelized onions, garlic roasted fingerling potatoes, and Greek yogurt with berries. Oh, that shows up twice. Mm. And then finally, the Darth Vader waffle. That was in the video also. Maple syrup and a choice of bacon or sausage. In the kids' menu, which none of us tried, there's Kenobi cuisine, scrambled eggs, bacon, and breakfast potatoes, Darth Vader waffle, and Gamorrean goodness. You got that right. Puffed French toast sticks, toasted... Tossed in cinnamon sugar with chocolate dipping sauce. Adults forty nine ninety nine, fifty bucks, and kids nine and under thirty one ninety nine. Eighteen percent gratuity for parties of six or more. Okay, now we'll talk about the food. I think we ordered most of this. Yeah, I think we ordered the big items that would probably be appealing to most people. I started with the Dune Sea, and at the table. Whenever we go out to do a restaurant review, we always joke, oh, you were the winner, oh, you were the loser. I was the loser this time. Yeah. 
Um, it was a puff pastry shaped like Yoda's head, which is good. My eggs were dry and crumbly. I think they were um, powdered. Powdered eggs. I agree with you. Dustin had scrambled eggs with his, which obviously were not. They were clearly fresh. The other thing I will say is I got this as well. One of the things that it talks about is having crab. There's actually a, a crab claw on top, which completely surprised me. I thought it was going to be that fake crab. And an inch of asparagus. So I didn't think it was as bad as you did. I actually enjoyed mine very much. Your eggs were better than mine. I don't know if mine were. You got the bottom of the pan, it That's sounds like. And it came with a giant's um, half yeah. of a tomato with breadcrumbs on top that had been run. That did not look appetizing. I'm going to be honest with you. I like ketchup. I like tomato sauce. I like tomatoes in my food. I am not a fan of the plain old hot tomato. Just a grilled tomato I, with stuff on it. It just doesn't it's appeal like to me. It's a filler garnish. It's, yeah. right. it's, it's something please. they use to fill up the plate. It does look pretty. Yeah, I guess. Dustin got the Tatooine Sunrise. Um, I, unlike you, the eggs were the uh, standout uh, portion of this. It seemed like they even might have had a little bit of cheese sprinkled into the eggs. Um, my bacon that I had this was this is the closest thing to just like the American breakfast. You know, you know, eggs, bacon, sausage, stuff like that. Uh, the bacon for me was Nooski's bacon, and it was a bit on the salty side for me. And it was um, it had that it had a really smoky flavor, like it had been. Um, I don't know, sitting in like a grill or something for a while, but I, I was able to eat that. The sausage was uh, by and large better than your normal Disney buffet um, sausage links. Uh, much better. And then I had the cheesy potatoes, which were out of this world. They were good. Um, no I tried intended. that bacon. I thought that bacon was really good. I agree. Yeah, that's just a different salty and smoky. I thought it was too salty. Different tastes, I think. I thought it was great. Pete ordered the Kessel Run. Pete won. Yeah. Grilled beef tenderloin with oven roasted tomato, again, with a tomato, and bacon and cheddar custard, baby spinach, and cheesy horseradish potatoes. Um, and he substituted his horseradish potatoes for the regular cheesy potatoes. Because he doesn't like spinach. Well, he doesn't like horseradish for those, but the spinach was not like canned spinach. Okay. It wasn't like Popeye spinach. It was just spinach leaves, leaves okay. like you would find in a salad. I mean, one swipe, and you could have moved both of them off to the side. Yeah. Um, Pete's... Uh, Cheddar custard, uh, bacon and cheddar custard, was about the size of a small Dixie cup upside. I mean, like they had made it. That's how big it yeah. was. It was four or five good bites, and he let every one of us try it. We ordered more of those. They were the really good. Actually, brought us two more on a little plate. They're really good. And, and we'll have a we'll have a link to uh, Pete's uh, article or uh, yeah article that he wrote about this in the show notes page. If you go to Diz Unplugged. Dot com. You'll be able to see all the photos and all the descriptions of the things that we're talking about. We also ordered a um, uh, side of the horseradish potatoes, the cheesy horseradish mm-hmm. potatoes. And while there was a horseradish flavor, it was not strong or overpowering. Mm-hmm. Um, his steak was very good. I got you yeah. to try his steak. It was done perfectly. It was tender. It was delicious. So yeah, because we was all, really the standout of the. Yeah. Of the we all thought this is going to be a steak at a breakfast with Star Wars characters, mm-hmm. and it turned out that it was a fillet, yeah. and it was quite. He was very pleased with yeah. it. Um, the it last thing we ordered was the Darth Vader waffle. And the only problem I have with ordering waffles out is that by the time they get, waffles don't hold the heat. They just don't. So by the time, and it was in the video, it, it was very charming. It came out looking like Darth Vader, and they brought out a little plate with um, syrup and whipped cream on the side. The problem with a waffle is that the waffle just 
is cold by the time it, it gets to It was tasty. You. I think it was done um, right. Well, okay. Well, then I have a differing opinion than you. I, I expect my waffles to be a little more crispy, whereas pancakes are a little more fluffy. I felt like this was a little too fluffy on, but that just could just be how they made it that moment. You know, I and, enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. I thought it had a good flavor. I didn't care for the, what I ordered, but I cared for the. Uh, I liked the other stuff. I thought mm-hmm. that uh, bacon and cheddar custard was good. I thought the yeah. potatoes were good. Um, I like the little chocolate muffins that came with it. Now, one of the things somebody kept telling me was, before I went in, that you had to order the blue milk. Because apparently somebody drinks blue milk. In in the first Star Wars movie, that being Star Wars Episode IV, A New Hope, um, Luke's uh, aunt and uncle, Aunt Beru and Uncle... Um, Owen. Owen, Owen thank on, you. Dustin. Oh, my goodness. They, Beru and Luke are in the kitchen, and they get like the 1970s Tupperware pitcher out, and it's got... She's pouring what looks like blue milk. It's actually bantha milk. <laughs> Bantham is an animal. Can you see my expression? <laughs> mm, we ordered the it. blue milk. It is milk flavored with blueberry. And while at my age I thought it was a little gross, I can imagine that every child on earth and Dustin <laughs> are <laughs> going to me. enjoy this. It's, um, I loved it. It's like chocolate milk, except replace chocolate with blueberry. And it was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the other drink options were, <clears throat> excuse me, you got coffee. The coffee was actually very good, surprisingly yeah. good coffee for yeah. Disney. Um, they had juice options if you wanted to have juice or milk or soda. Kevin got a Diet so- Coke with his. These were all included. You can also order Bloody Marys and mimosas. That's at a premium, I'm sure. Extra right? cost. Uh, it's specialty drinks. A Bloody Mary is seven twenty-five, and a mimosa with orange juice and prosecco is nine dollars. We did not have those. Um, Again, I am completely the wrong audience for this, but I can see why this is very popular with people who are Star Wars fans. Uh, We had a reservation, but I do know somebody who went the same weekend we went as a walk-up. Just walked up and got a table. Wow. I don't know if that's still going to be possible as this gets into full swing, but it was last weekend. Uh, They would not take his reservation at the front of the park. However... They suggested you walk up. So I would suggest if you can't get a reservation, just walk up and ask. And, you know, they'll tell you yes or no. There were quite a few empty cars when we went. I was surprised at that. I thought it was going to be completely full. And we saw a good mix of different types of people there. You know, you saw some, you know, younger couples in their full Star Wars gear. But, of course, a lot of families with young kids were there. It was a good mix. One of the nice things is that you get everyone gets a little gift when you go in. And they give you this thing that I guess is supposed to be a lightsaber. Does it turn on? Oh, yeah. And has red and blue and... Nothing. The cool thing is it does have the little event logo on the side of it. It's a nice little thing. They don't have to do that, so I think that's pretty cool they give you that. It was also a bonus because it was unusually dark in there. (laughs) Oh, usually dark for that restaurant. That restaurant is always dark. But, yeah, this helped us to see what we were eating and what we were There was a lot of iPhone flashlights on. (laughs) Yeah. Just to see where the food was. It was very, very dark. Um, The whole time you're there, there's a, quote-unquote, movie playing. There's something on the screen. Yeah, they have completely replaced the loop on the uh, the dine-in screen uh, from the, you know, traditional, like, horror movies and sci-fi movies to With horror oh i'm sorry to a <laughs> horror a, a brand new uh star wars uh themed loop which had um a whole bunch of different stuff they had you know trailers from all seven movies um they had um james arnold taylor comes up at the beginning of the loop and says i'm here with r2d2 and and we're trying to you know show off star wars and 
then they also you saw it in the video if you're watching you know they had like little um, like commercials for like Jawa salesmen or traders and you know all the different things that they trade or join the stormtroopers there's a whole bunch of cool little things and and I felt like the time when we were there maybe it went through three or four times through the loop but there was enough going on with the character interaction that I felt like I still didn't see everything that was on that uh, movie loop and I could have stayed in there and like watched the whole thing through and actually been quite quite entertained as a Star Wars fan Breakfast moved at a good pace there was um, there wasn't a lot of lag time but also we were never rushed out of our table. No. Even at the end, when everything was said and done and the table was cleared, he kept asking us if we'd like more coffee or more drinks and things like that. So it wasn't that, you know, it, get out, I've got more people to serve. So this is $50, and I would just tell yourself that the food is included. You are paying $50 for this event. Yeah. Plain and simple. You get breakfast with it. And from what we saw... For the vast majority, the breakfast was okay. Yeah, I thought quality. the character interaction was great, actually. I yeah. thought it was paced well. I thought it was, you know, the characters were good. They were in character. They were re- reacting with us and talking to us. So I think that it was a good experience. You had gotten up to go outside. Yeah, it was funny. And one of the little guys with the light-up eyes. The Jawas. Yeah. Came over, and you had left your sunglasses on the table. And he picked your sunglasses up and took out a little flashlight and looked them all over and then looked at me and shook his head no and put your sunglasses back in. <laughs> yeah, the Jawas had a little uh, bag of, like, different spare parts for droids and so stuff. So it was like they were shopping on the tables and stuff. <laughs> uh, again, wrong audience. I thought that was cute. I thought I thought the Stormtroopers were good. You know, know what, they're, are they good Stormtroopers? They were good Stormtroopers, yeah. They're very good in, in character. <laughs> they did their thing and... I think it was all done very yeah. well. The characters were, like you said, the, not only was the meal paced out well, but the characters were paced out well. And they it, they weren't they weren't stingy with their time. They no. posed for pictures. They were around a couple of times. So mm-hmm. I have a question: Is this the first year they've done this? I think they did it last year as did they well. Do it last year as well. Um, yeah. I was concerned that it seemed like it was very good food. That the quality may go down from year to year. But if this is the second year they've done it, then the food quality is actually very good. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think I agree with Kevin. You know, you are paying for this experience. You just happen to be getting good quality food along with it. Um, at $50 a person, um, this is a – if you think about you're going on vacation, especially if you have, you know, designed your vacation around Star Wars weekend, I don't think – people are going to have a problem paying this this amount for this experience. Also, they did accept Tables in Wonderland. Oh, right. So yeah. that was a nice little discount. They did that. not accept Tables in Wonderland. Oh, there that's was right. no Tables in Wonderland except oh, in Hollywood right. Studios during Star Wars yes, Weekend. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anywhere. There's something else they took. Right. Yeah, right. they've Apologies, completely... Right. No, no Tables in Wonderland. At any restaurant. Yeah, they suspended the whole thing throughout Star Wars Weekends. Sorry. Again, it's it's a lot for breakfast. If you're, if you're thinking you're just going to a breakfast, it's a lot. So, who would you recommend this to? If you're going for Star Wars weekend, go I mean, for yeah, it. if you're, if you're going, going for Star going Wars for weekend, that. if that's your that's the thrust of your planning, mm-hmm. I would say make add this to it. It's part of it. If you're just looking for a place to have breakfast and you don't care about the Star Wars, yeah. you can buy breakfast for a lot less. Right. It, don't get involved in the event if you're not interested. I would never have paid this. I it just. I just wouldn't. It's not something I would go to do. I went because we were going to talk about it and ended up enjoying myself. Excellent. Cool. Well, thank you. And 
we bought annual passes again. Oh, that's right. Yeah. John and I are annual pass holders again. Congratulations. Good. So stop emailing me. <laughs> and and we, had, we had fun that day. We did. We had fun. And I'm glad to uh, see you guys coming back in the parks and hope you guys keep doing that. Craig, you have a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting festive. Well, thank you, Kevin uh, and, and John and myself for that, for that review of uh, the Star Wars Galactic Dine-In Breakfast Experience. I do want to move on to, uh, in specific, uh, Jenny Lynn and Craig, who have had the chance to experience some of the other stuff that's been going on at Star Wars Weekends. we got a little bit of time, and um, uh, maybe we can just chat about what's new and what's different compared to last year and what are some of your opinions i know craig might have a few opinions on some certain things so while we're still talking about food one of the new things that they have there this year is the rebel hangar lounge Mm -hmm. that's set up in the backlot express Mm -hmm. and it's kind of off to the side and they've decorated it a little bit to make it look like the a hangar where you know some of these more sketchy characters from star wars might spend some downtime um as they're transitioning it's uh the food looked good we didn't get a chance to taste any of it but i'm hearing good things from people that have it's essentially a small plate uh tapas appetizers appetizers and cocktail style menu uh and it's not only running just during star wars weekends it's also running during the weekdays as well i believe it opens it four o'clock and runs till like eight o'clock and then on the weekends it's when the park closes at is either it, nine is, or ten is the um is the backlog express closed for the entire um duration of star wars weekends as part of that no during mm. the morning the backlog express was still open for normal food service okay. and then they have to take over a lot of that space to convert into the menu for rebel hangar at night i was a little confused because i heard that you know reservations are hard to get there and and whatnot. How exactly does this work? This isn't a walk-up kind of thing, right? You can, but they obviously recommend that you get ADRs through My Disney Experience, like mm-hmm. like any other restaurant. Um, so is it, is it kind of similar to how they handle Be Our Guest or the lunch there or something? Or do you, is it a different system? Uh, it's just like any restaurant. Okay. You can make a reservation and then you show up and give them your name and they let you in and then you have it's just not it's not a dinner okay. it's all appetizer it's style appetizers menu. but appetizers that are of such a size that they're meant to share okay so yeah and uh, some of the things they have is like a uh a darth vader chicken and waffles so it's not the same size darth vader waffle that you had at your breakfast a little one of the mini ones like you would get at ohana or mm-hmm. some of the character breakfast with darth vader on it and then what was sad to see is it's just the exact same chicken nuggets that they have on the kids menu placed <laughs> on the plate with it um so i i've heard a lot of good feedback about the food saying while it's basically overpriced it's still a really unique dining experience uh one of the coolest things you can get there is this year they added a han solo frozen and carbonite popcorn bucket and at uh, the Darth Small gift shop, you can get that with popcorn. But at Rebel Hangar, you can get the three specialty cupcakes that they have this year served inside the bucket for only like $17. So it's kind of a good value for a really cool bucket. And, you know, Disney and their cupcakes, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> They're everywhere at every special event all the time. And This year they have a Darth Except Vader for the 40th one. the anniversary when they only made 40. <laughs> <laughs> This year, their cupcakes are uh, Darth Vader, which is uh, ch- all chocolate, and then... Chocolate ch- peanut butter. 
Okay, chocolate peanut butter, and then Jabba the Hutt is salted caramel, and then Yoda. Maybe Yoda's the chocolate peanut butter. Yeah, I, I think I think Darth Vader is the chocolate chocolate, and then Yoda is the chocolate peanut butter, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And just so we know, any food you buy on Disney property, I think the word overpriced is given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just always is. Yeah. I, I, I These seemed a little more overpriced even for me in terms of what I saw in terms of I mean the prices I were going from about 10 to 15 dollars for these appetizers so I'd say it's a little on the high side the cocktails looked excellent and they are served with a uh, x-wing little glow I saw that type thing that you can only get at rebel hangar okay. so I know a lot of people are actually lucking out and they're getting the walk-up reservations for it so it's definitely possible to get in. And if you really had your heart set on Backlot Express a couple weeks ago, I believe Kevin talked about the uh, the pre-menu where you go and Backlot mm-hmm. Express would just have it ordered ahead of time. That's how mm-hmm. they're still handling Backlot Express Okay. Right so that's Rebel Hangar in a nutshell. Yeah, and they, um, as far as what's going on, they've got some repeats, you know, the stars and the symphony fireworks, the motorcade. What did you think about the motorcade this year? I The motorcade's literally the same thing it's every year. It only yeah. changes based on what celebrities are there for the weekend. Uh, it's, it's getting busier and busier every year at Star Wars weekends. This year was absolutely the busiest I've ever seen it on right. that opening day. That. And for the Legends of the Force Motorcade, I would say you need to be ready to get a spot. The parade starts at 11.30, I want to say. Yeah, I think It was 11.30. So. so I would say it's safe to start getting a spot around 10 o'clock or 9.30 even. I'm, and Hollywood Studios is not shaded really well. It is, if you're looking towards Great Movie Ride, the left side of the street is in, in the shade that morning, but the right side isn't. And... Of course, the only spaces, if you show up at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, are going to be on the side that's in yeah. the beating sun. And my sunburn is still trying <laughs> to recover. I'm really surprised they, they still do that. It's such a crowded park for that event. And that takes up so much space and just ruins the entire flow. It's right in the front of the park. I think they just think they have this compulsion. They have to have a parade of some sort. Yeah. Um, they also still have the Jedi Training Academy for children. Right. And if if kids are wanting to do that, you need to sign up for that first thing in the morning. Sign up early. And I think that's at Very the Sounds early. Dangerous Theater, right? That the sign Well, up. no. They're doing it just on the regular stage. Okay. No, I meant the sign-ups. Oh, sorry. Right. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then they've got their run of shows. Now, some of yeah. them are returning, like the S- Saga of the Stars, which is that um, TV talk show type mm-hmm. It's kind of a show. panel of all the different guests that they have. Mm-hmm. And then their Obi-Wan and Beyond show with James Arnold Taylor, who kind of showcases all the different million voices that planning he can do. On, He's amazing. Planning on seeing that later this week. Oh, That's my, the one I am looking most forward to. I could watch that. Yeah. I, I do watch that show every year. It's that good. Um, and then they've got a few new things that are tied in with their new... Um, Re- what is it? Star, Star Wars, Wars Rebels. Rebels. That's on Disney XD. They've got two shows wrapped around that concept. I did not get a chance to see those yet, so I don't have an opinion on them. But um, it is cool, like you were saying, this Star Wars Weekends is is neat because we are seeing the uh, the coming in of some of, a few of the new things are being yeah. introduced. Well, Rebels is from last year. So Okay. But they, now Rebels has started airing. Yeah. Well, they, they had some events based around it last year, too, yeah. to kind of showcase it. Uh, and they did add one new show with it this year, too. In terms of the shows, it's 
don't go expecting any information about The Force Awakens. Right. Uh, I would say this is... I, I can't remember who we were talking to during our media event, but someone described it as it has to be like the lull of a year in Star Wars weekends because next year they have to incorporate The Force Awakens into right. it. They can... They couldn't uh, take the chance of having any big spoilers coming out. Well, imagine this next far year. Out. Imagine next year. We're going to have a whole new set of characters mm-hmm. to meet and greet with. Uh, you know, I'm sure at some point there will probably be an announcement of new attractions or something. So I think next year is going to be even more exciting. Um, while we're talking about the Force Awakens, that makes me think of the merchandise category right. of all of this because they're handling that in a new way. And you're actually not going to find very much Star Wars, uh, the Force Awakens um, merchandise. They have one T-shirt. But am I wrong? I first of all, we have a video that I'm going to uh, have in the show notes page that Craig and JL put together that has interviews with some of the uh, head creatives that are in charge of uh, Star Wars Weekends and also with James Arnold Taylor who's mm-hmm. the host of Star Wars Weekends and that has a lot of this stuff detailed uh, in that so that'll be in the show notes page but I remember hearing in one of those interviews that that shirt was like the first branded merchandise thing that they've started selling for the movie yes I believe so and it is the only thing that you can find in right. all of Anywhere. the merchandise um, that has anything to do with the, the new film coming out uh, but back to the merchandise something new that they're doing Darth Small has moved right back to where the um, old backlog tour was the afi uh building right the exit it is divided into three separate uh storefronts which i think was actually very smart of them to do so there's the x what's it called x-wing collectibles x-wing collectibles which is more of the the higher end pricey limited edition type items um it's where like you get the d-tech me and (laughs) dooney and burks and all of that kind of stuff outrageously expensive action figure customized there are dooney and burks like star wars dooney and burks Yes. (laughs) so um and then and then um, she there's. She said eight words. I found it funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. As I've been watching Julie's face, and I looked at it, I was like, don't have a lot to add to any of this. Then there's uh, the Watto's Grotto storefront, which is um, <laughs> stuff like the, the Her Universe and the plush toys and the Build Your Own lightsaber and Build Your Own droids, all of that. Um, and was and, Watto there? Uh, no. Oh, that would have been cool. The Jedi mind tricks, they don't work on me. The thing that I liked about Watto's Grotto is that they also have a refreshment bar in it, which I thought was Squeed smart. Squeed up. Sorry. <laughs> they also have a refreshment bar in it, <clears throat> um, which I thought was smart because you can spend a lot of time waiting in these lines. And so yeah. by the time you actually get into the store, you're maybe wanting something to eat or drink. They've got the cupcakes. and When they had when they had Darth Small at Mickey Avenue last year and a few of the years before, that's also <laughs> where they had the, the bar that had the specialty drinks. And I thought that was a brilliant decision to put that. It is. Because shopping at Darth Small in what it used to be when it was all just one big space, I mean, that was an experience that you waited in line for. Mm-hmm. You spend as much time in there as you can and you grab things. So you're you're not just in and out. It's like, oh, I'm going to grab a drink while I'm in here, too, because right. I'm going to be here for a while. Right. And that's the biggest problem this year with separating it. Before, whenever they'd have it back behind a rock and roller coaster or even uh, in Soundstage yeah. 1, mm-hmm. it you waited in that line a long time. But once you got in, you had everything right there for you. Yeah, and, yeah it's true. And now, <clears throat> by separating, I mean, well, the third shop was the prop shop. And that's yeah, literally in the old Roger Rabbit space that anyone can walk up you don't have to wait in a yeah. line just for your it. basic stuff your star wars beanie hats and um 
um, Princess Leia mini plush toys, the Legos. That's where you f- you can find the Legos, and the kids have a chance to build a little mini it's, thing. If you go to the Star Wars Star Tours gift shop, you'll find the exact same crap. The build there. your android yeah. and build your lightsaber yeah. it's, stuff. It's the very basic basic stuff. Yeah. Um, Yes, I I understand what you're saying. Like I know when they had Darth Maul before, they even had like opportunities to take uh, like photo they opportunities. Photos, yeah. That um, I was in Watto's Grottos, they didn't have that. I don't know no. what it's like in the X-wing collectibles. Um, the thing that I do like about this um, is that you. It seems like you can get more people in more places quicker. Yeah. And the person who's shopping for what might uh, what's in the X-Wing collectibles is not necessarily the same person that's going to be shopping at the prop shop. Right. Um, or maybe even Wano's Grottos. There's a different price range. So while it kind of stinks that if you do want to hit all of them, you have to wait in the line. Three separate lines. Three separate lines at the same time. If you're going in there for something very specific, this is a much more efficient way to do it. Okay. So there's there's pros and cons to splitting it up sure. that way. Sure. Mostly cons. Mostly cons, says Chris. Yeah. Okay. And it's just because and it's it's actually my biggest bone to pick with Star Wars weekends this year because part of shopping, as anyone knows, especially all of us at this table, is the browsing aspect of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I, I also think of like with Watto's Grotto, that's the big place to go in because that has your branded merchandise for Star Wars weekends. The yeah. some of the limited edition pins, and as Jenny Lynn <laughs> mentioned, the refreshment stand that has the Han Solo popcorn bucket I already mentioned, and the a very very limited they're going to sell out every weekend and hold some aside as it goes on but a boba fett stein, stein that oh was gone by saturday for this first weekend so right. it's awesome and it's going to keep going so you have this great stuff there but then over in x-wing collectibles that's where they have like all the the licensed artwork and some of the cool things that you know these people are trying to make a living on their artwork and stuff and yeah. before they had that foot traffic going past it now if people think they can get everything they want in that one store and not even bother with it they're just hurting that's a good point yeah if you're separating all the higher end stuff you know those those guys are not going to get as much foot traffic that's absolutely true yeah and maybe they true. don't deserve it but <laughs> at the same time why god disney put everything together like it was before it didn't hurt anyone the old way. Okay, so let me ask you this, because I, I know there's not too much else that's brand new with Star Wars Weekends, and I kind of want to wrap up here pretty soon, uh, as Kevin goes, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I just, I need to, I need to know, how, how does this, just in a general form, how does this compare to years past, and would you recommend a Star Wars fan and a Disney fan to go there? or avoid it or what what's the general uh, diagnosis here well it's definitely busy but um but i really enjoyed it i don't i felt like um i mean it was hot i was sweating i was hungry i was tired and Sounds i was like still personal problem. i was still having a <laughs> a really what great time <laughs> i was dressed as jenny lynn in a star wars t-shirt that day um anyway but i was still having a really great time and i feel like uh the the cast members seem to be having a really great time. I, it, 
I, even when I went to the back lot tour to, to get pictures of the cupcakes, had extremely great interaction with the cast member. Unelli was her name. She was amazing. So friendly. Uh, to the point that even when I, I took the, I just needed the pictures to tweet out of the cupcakes, but then when I was done, she was like, pick whichever one you like and you can have it, and gave it to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And she said, yes. And then she started to pack it up, and I was like, I was so excited because it was my son's 13th birthday, mm-hmm. and he's the Star Wars, not, not like Star Wars psycho in our house. So I was like, oh, I'll take it home to my son for, you know, his birthday. She was like, it's his birthday today? And I said, yeah. And she was like, take another one. She oh, sent me home cool. with two cupcakes for, and, and, and that, but that wasn't it. Like I qu- got quite a bit of interaction with the cast members, asking them questions because I was having to tweet out information about the merchandise and you know selfies with the characters and all of that. Everyone was completely on point, and um, I I had a really great time. Good, good. How about you, Craig? Um, I've been to Star Wars weekends now. I think the past five or six years. Yeah. Basically, every year I've lived here, and. I would say, for me, personally, if you've been here either last year or the year before, then I would probably say if it wouldn't have been worth it to plan this one-time trip out of it. Just nothing's changed, really. In, in the hindsight, the last big change happened whenever they killed off they took the, the greatest... Yeah, <laughs> the, the hoopla. hyperspace hoopla. Yeah. The greatest show that they had at Star Wars Weekends. I love Symphony and the Star Fireworks. Uh but the hyperspace hoopla was just so unique and yeah. weird mm-hmm. and just like funny and like mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I so it that. sounds to me like you're saying this this isn't the greatest year they've ever done it. Maybe don't plan your vacation around it, even though it's already happening. Yeah. If yeah. you did, you're still gonna have fun. Yeah. But I think next year is going to be the year to put all your stake right. in. The movie will have come out. I think we're gonna see a lot of new stuff coming next year. But at the same time, if you're in the parks during this time, you can still have fun. Yeah. While at Star Wars Weekends. Okay, cool. I have a little fact about Star Wars Weekends. We haven't sure. mentioned yet. If you're a DVC member and you go up to one of the kiosks and you show your DVC member card, you get a free poster. Mm-hmm. So. I did. I actually I got my... And they were they were giving out posters for annual pass holders. What did as the well. poster look like? Was it a cool poster? Or was it something you could buy somewhere else? Um, it was you know it was a smaller poster. It wasn't like you know mind blowing. I still think it's that's a, a nice thing to do. Yeah, it is for annual pass holders. They're doing uh, <laughs> that was weird. Nobody was uh, <laughs> nobody nobody acknowledged that. <laughs> we had a little cameo for for those of you listening. We had a a Jedi lightsaber cameo by Pete <laughs> and, yeah, and tried to kill this. Craig. We've been doing this for ten years, or however long it's been. I don't know how long it's been. Nothing surprises me anymore. (laughs) Nothing phases me. The annual pass holder posters, they are doing one different one every week. So this past weekend, it was a Yoda one, and they have a set number of supplies that they have every day of the weekend, and I believe they kind of got rid of them around like 1130, 1 o'clock. How do you get those? How would someone go get them? Um, They had it set up over by Toy Story Midway Mania. By where the um, Legends of... Jack Sparrow attraction was yes, and, and they're just you walk up to them, tell them your annual pass holder, and they give you your poster and you walk away. That reminds me, how about the limited edition Magic Bands? Uh, where are those? And the then Watto's Grottos, you can find those in Watto's okay. Grottos. I heard people were disappointed that there was none. It wasn't the one from last year. The Darth Vader one wasn't. Nope. This year available. there's a Jedi Mickey and Donald. As one. somebody, he's not a stormtrooper. He's somebody as a Mace Windu. That's who it is. It's uh, Donald is Mace Windu. Cool. Okay. Well, if nobody else has anything else, I think that's going to do it for our... Julie? Julie, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. 
I think that is going to do it for our coverage of uh, Star Wars Weekends and for uh, John and Kevin's review of the Star Wars Galactic Dine-In Breakfast. So that is going to do it for us this week. Um, we hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you again for the next episode of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for watching. <laughs>